Podcast. It is often our ego that tells us that judges the choices that we make, right? So for example, the choice that you're making of not committing to something, your ego is telling you that you're doing something wrong, right? Your ego is saying, oh, I'm, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough because I'm not committing myself to this, to this thing. And that means I'm less than, right? There's something I'm doing wrong. But what if we flip that? You should tell. What if it you not keeping that commitment is actually a sign from your spirit that that commitment shouldn't be made? What you're doing is you're judging yourself for not doing the thing, but you not doing the thing is actually what you should not be doing. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, beautiful, magical beings, to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. You've found yourself on your inner connection to your outer expression, where I, your host, Harrison, here with the beautiful community member. Set the loving intention today to hold the space needed to pull back the layers, restricting health, alignment, and love. And you found yourself on a extra bonus community coaching episode here with myself and the beautiful Ishita today talking about all things balancing the masculine and the feminine. And for people new to these kinds of episodes, this is where I take a beautiful soul from the tribe, from the community, much like you listening, and I give a bit of extra love, not just to this wonderful being, but to also you, the listener, right? The intention is to use Ishita today to as the mirror that she is, as the beautiful sacred mirror that she is with her challenges to reach your deep heart. So with all of that, Ishita, how are you feeling, my friend? How's this? How's the energy in your internal heart space? I'm feeling really full of love, love for the infinite energy, for abundance all around. And I have this deep compassion for everything that I already have in life. I'm feeling this strong abundance within me and open to receiving and Ooh, giving. I'm so excited. What a good space to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> for, pe- for people that have already started to pick up with your beautiful accent, where where are you located in the world, my friend? So I am from India mm-hmm. and uh, I'm basically, um, I'm basically uh, working on self-love right now in my life. And focusing more on balancing my energies as well. Yeah. So, t- so tell me about that. So, before I, we get into your first questions, tell me about, you know, why why is that so important to you? Why is balancing the masculine and the feminine inside of you? Why is that important for you at the moment? So, I've been recently in a twin flame journey where I I came across a lot of um, uh, ups and downs where I got triggered where I felt a lot of triggering energies, my inner traumas, my childhood wounds. And uh, I, I love that, you know, I'm more aware about myself. It's, it's, that is the power of love, right? When you love someone or when you love something in life, uh, something within you changes. There's a rebirth that starts happening. And uh, I think that has brought me more to myself, more to purpose. And, and, and again, it comes from that Avengers quote, that heroes are not the ones who have the superpowers. Heroes are the ones who choose the right path. 
So I'm here with the intention to choose the right path to have the right intentions. I love that. What a what a lovely quote, my friend. Uh, I'm a uh, undercover big superhero Avengers fan, so I really appreciated that uh, that reference. Uh, Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into your beautiful questions and because I, I want to support you here today. I, I do want to make the clarification just for people listening, just in case it's because I know this can get confusing. When we're saying feminine and masculine energies, what we are referring to today are the energies of another way you could describe this as yin and yang that is in both the masculine and the feminine body, right? So we all have, whether you are a physical male, this incarnation, or a physical female, this incarnation, you have both these energies to balance. So with that, Ishita, what is your, what's your first question on your heart? The first question is that uh, since I have been this very sensitive, emotional person, and sometimes uh, we are asked not to be emotional. We are asked not to cry. We are asked that we are too emotional. However, that is our superpower. So how to harness that power into an artist? How to harness this powerful energy into sharing that into life force around us? Mm. So it sounds like you read my post from yesterday on Instagram. I made I made a post around this, around being too emotional. And when we talk about these beautiful feel, this feeling side of our being, this sensitivity side of our being, this is really the divine feminine that's in each of us, just for people listening. And to answer your question more directly, my friend, how do we, one, embrace that and two, hone it into creation energy, it sounds like, and using it for helping people or creating something to be of of assistance. I think the first piece is really accepting it, right? You said it in your question in itself, right? There's a lot of limiting beliefs outside of us from friends, from family members, from religion, from culture that specifically lets us know through the feminine lens that when we are in that sensitive space, like you said, it is too much. So we need to ask ourselves honestly, how much of us, how much of our inner being is accepting the feminine, right? Because we know that, and I won't get too deeply into this, but we know that we are thinking, feeling, sensing, and intuiting beings, right? We do all these things all the time, but most of us are unbalanced in some of these areas. So for example, if we have a lot of programming from our childhood, like I did, right? I was told as a little boy, like as you, the example that you gave, it was too much for me to be emotional as a little boy. Then that belief, that thought is going to over overcome the feelings that want to move through me that help me create in this world. So I think the first step is accepting and embracing all of yourself and being honest. And then the second step I'd add here, my friend, is once we accept and embrace, it's really then allowing all of ourselves forward in any given moment, right? So let's use the example of, I know you you help people, my friend, you you are a coach and a mentor and a guide in your own, your own right. So in your world, in any given moment, when you're supporting someone, it's making the commitment to self to say, I'm going to show up fully, even if that fully is being emotional in that moment, even if that fully is being fully, maybe some anger is moving through me, maybe some sadness is moving through me, maybe some pleasure and some joy. So it's making a commitment to self. 
Does that how that how to go? Yeah, that was beautifully said. But what if what if I am angry? How to not respond to that emotion? What if I am what if I am sad? How to transform that emotion? What if I'm lack of love right now because I'm not getting that particular love language language from the person I desire? How to transform this energy into this pure vibrating love energy where I can channel all my emotions in the yeah. best way possible? Good, good question. So this is where we have to distinguish the between the difference of experiencing our emotions and being identified by them right just like just like it's it's unbalanced within our feminine if we suppress and ignore our emotions it's just as unbalanced if we if we start feeling them but then we we think we are those emotions we think we are the anger we think we are the sadness we think we are the the grief or the shame so when we're wanting to move through the emotions to get to the that balanced state of love on the other side or that spiritual love on the other side we have to acknowledge that we are not the emotions themselves but we are the experiencer of them so when we do that then we can allow the sadness the anger the grief whatever the emotion is to fully move through us so it leaves right most people don't realize this most people think that they need to stay in it and they're in it. No, it can leave. It, we, emotions are communication. So going back to your other part of your question, when we feel attached to someone and we want to we want to understand that relationship, it's we often don't understand it because we're stuck in the emotions and we aren't getting the communication we need. So allow the emotions to move, get the communication, and then understand the step that's needed. Allowing those emotions is where I have to work the most. Embracing those emotions. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah. So so when it comes to this masculine energy, I have seen that uh, since I've been on this twin flame journey, I saw a shift in me. I saw part of me was getting strategic. A part of me was, uh, my life was pulling me towards becoming more systematic. But the pull has been so heavy. <laughs> even if it has been transformative it has asked me to shift on a lot of levels which i might not be ready for and sometimes it was really bombarded i felt like i don't know how to come out of the situation what to do about the pain that i'm feeling and at the same time it not allow the distorted feminine to rise up because when i was focusing on masculine energy and trying to become systematic I was somewhere also losing sense of who I was. So how to, my question is, how to be still in who I am? How to be still in who I am? And allow the version of me, the, embrace not only the version of me, but also embrace the version of me who is becoming. Mm. Good deep question here, my friend. I love it. So... I would say, so the first thing that comes up here, and I'll, I'm going to tie this back to masculine and feminine, but the version of me that I am and the version of me that I'm becoming is the same you. And let me explain what I mean by that is this is where we really need to take a, a quantum 
perspective on the tight the the nature of time and progression right what you just described of there's a version of me and then there's a version of me that i'm becoming just in that explanation there is separation between those two spaces right you the way that you explained it is i feel yeah. that there's separation but that's not in my in my experience and in the things that i teach especially when we talk about manifesting because that's what you're alluding to you want to manifest the the version of you that you want to become that version of you already exists right and we need to accept that because if we if we don't accept that then we're always going to be wanting more even when you become that that version you're going to get to it and be like oh there's but i'm not i'm not there yet right because there's a there's a there's a you're stuck in the i'll be happy when right you're stuck in the i'll i'll be good when i get to that space until then i'm not good right so it's an understanding that one the process is the outcome right the becoming is the you right you the become the the you that you're becoming is the you now right but it's also an understanding that if i want to manifest if i want to manifest that me faster then it's it's embracing what does that and this is where the divine feminine comes in what does that me feel like okay so let me be more specific here let me be even more specific let's say ishita i'm just going to give a random example let's say that you want to manifest a beautiful twin flame flame relationship right and you want that 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 ishita to be in that in that relationship that is full of acceptance and love but also expansion and and evolution and and communication and all of these beautiful things you don't have to wait you don't have to wait to become that you in that relationship you know through your divine feminine that you can cultivate those feelings of what that would be like right now right you can close your eyes you can drop into your heart right and you can feel in your mind's eye and with your heart you can feel okay what would that feel like to be in that state right and the very fact that you can feel it means it exists okay ishita let me know if this is resonating does this make sense yeah it does right and so you get emotional right you the reason that you feel emotional right i'm getting goosebumps too is because that you is here now right that you was never in the future because the future and the past in a quantum perspective are folding into the present and that present is in that heart space yes this experience was actually very therapeutic for me right mm. now when when that came to awareness that mm. the version i'm trying to be is actually who i am and i'm the one creating that separation yes yes <laughs> that's very big ishita that's very big for you to realize that because you're not alone there right i think many people listening myself included we get stuck in that trap but somewhere we are so what's the difference between evolving and changing what's the difference between that when it comes to evolving our soul and you know working on different levels how to how to how to not let the progress ever be compared to the change that we need to have have change that need to happen so i'll put it in the right frame what what is the biggest difference between evolution and change 
and and when it comes to evolution and change how to ex- how to experience evolving without this approving the present self mm. so let me i'm going to going to hit on the evolution word okay because i think that is that's probably the crux of what you're asking here and evolution of the soul and we're getting super deep here now i'm i want to connect back to the masculine and the feminine right because the masculine and the feminine these are the two energies that we always need to balance within every choice that's going to help us evolve right just so people sticking with us right when we balance these two energies within inside of us these this is what helps us make the choices to evolve but back to your question my friend how do we balance that evolution or or understand it it's accepting that and what's coming through for me is what is the nature of the soul what is the nature of this spiritual being that we are okay and how i answer that is the nature of it is unconditional love right that's why i call it spiritual love because that is really what we are we're made of that love not just any love we're made of unconditional love so what does that actually mean that means that the soul that we are right now in this moment right is unconditionally loved so going back to your word change there is nothing that we need to change this is the difference here okay there's nothing that we need to change to be worthy to be to be beautiful to be enough to be to be abundant right we are we are yet the answer is yes right unconditional love another way to say it god says yes so that's the that's the difference between change okay there's nothing we need to change to be the true self or the abundant self or the worthy self okay but let's get back to evolution this is the difference within that enoughness within that worthiness within that abundance we now we can still make a choice we can still make a choice to what to evolve but what do, what are we evolving we're evolving the consciousness of not just the soul that we are but the soul that is a part of the collective right and now what we're getting into another word I'll throw in here is ascension right and I'm sure you maybe are familiar with this word my friend ascension without going into a whole conversation around this is is what you're asking is the is the evolution of the soul but ascension is not a harrison game or an ishita game ascension happens at a collective level we i can't ascend unless ishita ascends ishita can't ascend unless harrison ascends so what what does this mean how does this connect back to evolution what this means is in my enoughness in my abundance in my worthiness i have the choice in every any given moment to export that love into the collective so we all evolve so we all change right let me give an example and i'll see if this is resonating what are we doing now my friend right we me and you are coming together in our enoughness right we don't need to change anything we're coming together in our unconditional love and what are we doing right we're making more right our conversation is evolving not just our souls right but it's evolving the people listening so that's the difference between change and evolution and how we can use those two energies to support that. Wow. 
Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, it it not only makes sense, but I think deep down there there is something that is integrating back to self. So yeah, it it just not make not only makes sense, but it is going to the observer, and the observer can make sense. <laughs> so I'm I'm really happy and grateful for that. So my now now my question is that a lot of time we have very good intention, and we have purest of intention, especially when we are feminine energies, if, especially when we are this uh, this beautiful energy where we want to create something. Now, when it comes to the doership, how to build those intentions so strong mm. that it just turns to action? It just happens effortlessly. And, and you don't give reasons for your discipline. You just do what it takes. Yeah, you just, you just take that inspired action. Yeah. So, Ishita, I just want to give you some love, my friend. These are really good questions. These are I can tell that you have been feeling into this and this is coming from your heart. So I just want to say, I'm really, I'm really honored, my friend, that I can have this conversation with you. Okay. So to answer this question, how do we, how do we balance this? How do we take this continued inspired action in the right way? Right. And just so people are keeping up with us because we're getting deep here, that, that inspired action, that's the masculine, right. And the, the feminine creation that is the other side of that. So to answer your question, my friend, it's it's making sure that and I don't want to be I don't want to be judgmental here. I think we can I don't think all action needs to be inspired action. So what I mean by that is we can be doing for the sake of doing because I think we're human, right? We for me to say that all your action needs to be inspired action. That's unrealistic, right? That's that's a, that's the monk on the mountain, right? But you're not the monk on the mountain. I'm not the monk on the mountain. I'm a human that has, you know, that is flawed and not perfect like everyone listening. So it's one, I think it's accepting the humanness of what we are, that we're going to make mistakes and that's part of the journey. But it's aiming to have the majority of your actions coming from a space in which you're internal feminine your internal creation your internal inspiration is full right so let me make this very practical so how i continue to take inspired action on a on a daily basis whether it's in my business whether it's with clients whether it's you know speaking i'm i'm beyond mindful with what my internal feminine or internal feeling or internal creation, where it's at. If you want to see it as like a cup, right? Your love cup, where is it? Is it full? Is it half or is it empty? And if you can have that honest conversation with yourself, then you can take the actions needed to make sure that you can continue taking actions, right? So for example, for me to fill up my feminine and connecting to my inspiration and creation, it means taking a 15-minute break and dropping into a meditation. Or it means getting out into the sun, getting my feet on the ground and just receiving from the sun. Or it means you know, taking a break from work and making some food, sending a prayer around some food and really mindfully consuming some nourishing food that's going to support me. So it's, it's awareness 
and then and then taking the action needed to actually build up the feminine again does that answer your question my friend yeah that was beautifully answered with me getting the solutions like you know i actually would do that now whenever i would be working i would implement those things in my life i would get into meditation or do some mirror work so yeah i am sure that um yeah when it comes to discipline and when it comes to you know being the person of words like if you have committed something you just do a lot of times um since i'm very inspired towards taking a lot of things in hand i get really excited i want to do this i want to do that but i get scattered it just gets scattered around and what i want to do sometimes even after giving a commitment i don't honor that commitment and that is something which i really feel i have to work on because um yeah because i feel that i can do so much more if i mm. honor that commitment well if you tell what i would ask you is why do you feel like you're not honoring that commitment what comes up when i ask that question lack of something though i don't know the lack of what mm. but lack of something that's what that came yeah. that came as okay so if we were spending deeper time together right i would i would nail down what that is right we would nail down what that root is because there's probably something deeper there but to make this a bit more surface level so everyone can get a bit of value out of this we have to understand that you know our spirit our spiritual essence is working through us all the time and it is often our ego that tells us that judges the choices that we make right so for example the choice that you're making of not committing to something your ego is telling you that you're doing something wrong right your ego is saying oh i'm i'm not worthy or i'm not good enough because i'm not committing myself to this to this thing and that means i'm less than right there's something i'm doing wrong but what if we flip that you should tell what if it you not keeping that commitment is actually a sign from your spirit that that commitment shouldn't be made does that make sense what i'm saying right it's yeah, it it's what you're doing is you're judging yourself for not doing the thing but you not doing the thing is actually what you should not be doing <laughs> right right so yeah. so i what i'm getting <laughs> what i'm getting at here is i i i'm going to i'll give another example of this right um when we when we are lazy when uh, I'll, I'll i'll give an example from my upbringing right when i was at school right and in my education system and we could have a whole chat about how <laughs> how wrong that is but in my education system and in the subjects i was in right i was continually lazy i was continually disconnected i was continually distracted right and it would be very easy for me to say that i'm a bad student that i am i'm 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 not i'm not cope i'm not good enough to be in those classes i'm not i'm not ready i'm not smart all these things that's one way to view that that's the ego's way of viewing that based off beliefs and expectations but in reality the reason i was lazy the reason i was not connecting to the subjects is because one that education system for my soul is not how it's meant to expand and two i didn't re- those subjects doesn't resonate with me those subjects aren't what i'm here to do in the world so 
that laziness now we've flipped it instead of it being a negative judgment on our being it's actually a symptom of misalignment it's a symptom of something that i'm not meant to be doing so does this resonate my friend does this land for you yeah it does it does it actually does so going back to your example what i would do if i was in your shoes in terms of this masculine and feminine balance is the next time you don't make that commitment have an honest conversation with yourself is and ask yourself why is it really because there's something wrong with you that you're not doing it right or is it because your spirit your soul actually doesn't want you to do that and you should be over here doing something else this makes sense yeah. does that how does that make you feel Ishita? light yeah it makes you feel light, at ease and what do you think that is is that me giving you that feeling or is that what do you think that is it's me dropping that judgment that happens yes. from the awareness yes. of you being medium yes good well done so like yeah i feel it's very important to come back to the center at the end when you are at center mm -hmm. um, when you are balanced when you are at your center when you are back to the power you are um i think everything makes sense it all feels aligned all opinions have their own answers and answers have their own questions and questions have their answers <laughs> yeah and yeah. and that centerpiece that you're talking about just so people are making this connection that alignment and that 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 balanced state how do we get there we get there by both these energies right these masculine and these and these feminine energies that we tune into right that's what helps us get back to this alignment so when you said about balancing the masculine and feminine energy and coming back to the center yeah and that also with so um what are the affirmations that i can say to myself or what is that i can say to myself or you know do that that brings me back to center when you know when my ego says no be that vulnerable old version of you because that's easy <laughs> how to how to say myself and allow that higher self to talk to me when i'm not feeling centered mm. okay so i'm going to give you i'm going to give you two affirmations and you've most likely heard one of them already but i'm going to share it with you from this context because i think you'll it'll click deeper for you but the first one i would use right and this is more of a i would say this is a masculine if you would i uh, i attach the energy to it i would say it's more of a masculine more logical it's it's now using your mind for you instead of against you right so the the affirmation is very simply is this true right is this thing that i'm thinking is this way that i'm acting is this way that i'm being that you're having uh disconnection or discomfort or resistance around ask yourself honestly right and you can place your hands on your heart right is this true right is this actually the reality right so for example if you are feeling great fear around speaking to the next to that person you need to speak to or taking the action that you need to take or sharing yourself in the way that you want to share yourself and there's a lot of these limiting beliefs around 
I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't have the right things to say. Whatever the thought is, you can use that masculine affirmation of, is that actually true? Test it, right? Test it with your beautiful, logical mind. Okay. So that's, that's the first affirmation that I would do. Then let's say that that's not enough, right? And you've used that, but now you want to actually cultivate your feminine. You want to cultivate your feeling state. You want to cultivate more of that loving, emotional, connected state. Well, the next affirmation I would do, my friend, and this is probably the one that you've heard, but I'll share it here for everyone, is what would love do? Right? What, what would love do in this exact situation? If the next step that I took, if the next choice that I made, if the next expression that I embodied was from a space of love, what would that look like? Right? So again, let me give another example here for you, Ishita, right? As you, and I just want you to feel these affirmations, right? Let's say that again, let's use you want, you're speaking to a, your twin flame and you, you want to overcome a lot of maybe some of the resistance that you're feeling, or you want to share something with this person, or you want to, you know, connect deeper to them, but you don't know how, well, ask yourself this affirmation, right? What would love do, right? That immediately brings up ideas, right? I'm sure that do you let me know, Ishita, what bubbles up when you ask that affirmation, what comes up in your mind? Something really funny and joyful. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Right. And you feel how you feel now. Your energy just shifted just from that one little affirmation, right? And you can apply that to every situation, right? You can apply that when you feel in separation to either yourself or the person you're trying to connect with. Wow. I'm so, so grateful for this session. Yeah. Me too, my friend. I'm I'm really grateful that you stepped into this. I probably have time. I'm just checking. If you have one more question, my friend, for me that I can help with, we can fit it in. If you feel complete though, just let me know. I feel complete. Complete. You feel complete. Yeah, I feel it too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ishita, I want to give you some love, my friend. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that our conversation has not only supported your beautiful heart, but I hope it's helped people listening through you as the mirror that you are. Uh, beautiful souls out there in the listening lounge. If you want to join me in these kinds of sessions, you, you're feeling the pull to Ishita and you see that this kind of situation can really support you. How you can join me is heading over to Apple and Spotify, leaving your feedback and reviews. And I'm going to pick people out of the community, but regardless, Ishita and myself, we love you unconditionally. We send you love, we send you light, and I'll catch you next time here on the show. Bye everyone. All right, beautiful souls, before I leave you today, I'm excited to share an announcement and a powerful transformation with you. Starting on January 1st, 2023, I'll be launching a one-year coaching program one-on-one -on -one with me. So if you're looking to move through inner child wounds, ancestral healing, spiritual gifts, overcoming religious trauma, or anything else you hear me speaking about on this podcast, then this program is for you. This is your opportunity to spend a year in my frequency to help you expand one-on-one -on -one straight into your nuanced, specialized, and individual needs. This is for you if you're ready, if you feel committed, if that heart is pulling you to the change that you deserve. If you feel like this is you, please message me 
the word, the comments, the statement, one year love on my email or on my social channels. And we'll book your free call to feel in and tune in together to see if we're a good fit for this beautiful transformation. Please be aware I'm only bringing on a certain amount of people for this. So if this is you, please take this advantage before I fill up all my spots. I'm excited if this is the pull that you need and I'm excited to get in touch and honored to take this journey with you. Sending love, sending light, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electricast.